0: Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and I have the most amazing guest today. I have the Elise Bird in here. What's going on? Oh my goodness.
1: Hi, I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, doing well. You know, um, I think we, I think we friends on Instagram, of course, but I forgot who added who, but I remember seeing your work and it was during the whole um, um, the activism downtown and you mm-hmm. were at a lot of the, I guess, the protests and when they were painting the streets yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this girl is amazing this woman is amazing. Like, Oh oh my gosh, I'm so blown away. And, you know, I'm glad I made it work. Cause I think I actually do this. I don't know. A couple weeks ago, maybe I can't remember. Yeah. 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 So we're here she's an incredible fashion um, and portrait photographer. And you also do live shows as well. I see.
1: Yes, I do. I feel like I do everything. (laughs) I'm just dipping (laughs) my toes in everything I can at this point,
0: (laughs) which is phenomenal. Going on your Instagram feed. I mean, it's, it's, it's so diverse, so colorful. Um, this composition is beautiful and amazing so I'm ready, ready to dive into it oh
1: thanks yeah let's do it of course I'm of course ready. so
0: tell us a little bit about you uh were you born and raised and how did you find your way into photography
1: yeah born and raised in Greensboro lived here my entire life pretty much um um I got into photography probably around like eighth or ninth grade mm. um I was I was on Tumblr and you know, on back in the Tumblr days, <laughs> when everybody was like making their own like photos and stuff. And I was like, ooh, I want to do that. Like I want to be Tumblr famous. I really thought I could be Tumblr famous back then. <laughs> and so I got just like a really small crappy point and shoot digital camera and would be like taking photos of like, things in my bedroom with the high flash on and uploading it and getting, like, all these notes and thinking I was amazing. Um, And then (laughs) after that died down, I got into um, more conceptual photography because, you know, back then I was, like, I was going through, like, a hard mental time. Um, I was, like, bullied a lot in school and you know tumblr is like not not the nicest place to be no an adolescent. so it was like a lot of like negative energy and like words were thrown at me and so i found Um, conceptual photography and that realized that like I could express my emotions and like how I felt through images instead of having to try to speak them because Mm. I'm not very good with words I'm a very visual person so expressing things in another way other than words is easier for me so I started doing conceptual self-portraits and like kind of just went off from there and was just making all these crazy like manipulation images and like taking photos in my parents' backyard just like running back and forth with my tripod and stuff and then from there it kind of just progressed into what it is today I told you I dipped my toes in everything so it's like (laughs) I was just like all over the place
0: that's (laughs) amazing so started from tumblr and you said mostly conceptual at first so tell us about the conceptual part like what stories were you trying to tell
1: yeah. So obviously I was trying to st- tell a little bit of the stories about kind of like how I was feeling. I was like really depressed. So it was kind of a lot mm. of movie sad imagery. Mm. Um, and then it kind of moved on to just trying to tell stories. So like two of them that I can think of right off the top of my head, because I remember it, I, I took so many hours in Photoshop to make them. <laughs> yes. One of them was kind of like, um, like almost like a puppeteer. So I was kind of the puppet and it was like some like photoshopped hands controlling me type thing yes um, and then and i think i was wearing like a crown or something and so that was one image and then another one i remember was like um it was um off of some bible verses kind of like how like um green jealousy envy that kind of thing so it was yes. like me with like super long black wig and like a broken glass looking into like a mirror of myself and like not recognizing it and like green ivy was all around me so it was just kind of like those kind of deeper concepts of like what I was going through at the time um, and just trying to like find ways to express what how I was feeling when I didn't really have anybody else to kind of talk to and everyone else around obviously didn't know it was directly about me but to me it was things that I could really connect to so yeah
0: wow that's amazing so it's kind of therapeutic for you to have it have that camera
1: yeah definitely it definitely was i think it it helped me get through a lot of like negative times in my life and now i it's fun to see how like it started kind of in a bad place and now it's like completely transitioned into a very positive and like upbeat yeah, yes um situation yeah.
0: wow that is that's what i want to it's cool that it's cool to see where people get kind of their their start from and obviously years of conceptual and little religion in it i, I guess from the from the bible yeah. and then moving through depression and all that i've heard that a couple times actually and that's it's crazy how something like as, as something cool as art can kind of bring you out of you know those funks sometimes so that's yeah, that's, that's, that's that's amazing so and this is probably around what this is high school
1: yeah it was high school so like end of middle school right into like freshman year high school wow I didn't like start actually taking like portraits of other people until maybe sophomore or junior year of high school more junior year of high school so until okay. then it was like all self portraits just pictures of me
0: that's amazing so what was so were you showing your parents and family these photos or was it just kind of to yourself
1: um sometimes i would show them but like um i think this was back when instagram had just started like instagram was just a thing Mm. so i started posting a lot of that kind of stuff there and so if anyone from my family would have followed me, they would have seen it, but it never was like, hey, look at this art I made. Can you guess how I feel about <laughs> Oh, it? yeah. It was just kind of like, I was just creating things and I had, oh, I had a Flickr. You can remember back when yes. Flickr was a thing. Yes. I had a Flickr. And so that's where most of my photography was, was just on Flickr, Tumblr, and then when Instagram was just itty bitty baby. Some of them
0: were on there. Yes. That's like 2012 times back in the way yeah. Instagram started. Good time. That's awesome.
1: Back in the day, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: it's, it's funny. I still use Flickr for some inspiration because, I mean, people still upload, upload photos to Flickr, you know? Yeah. So, yeah
1: I haven't I get emails from them sometimes and I'm always like oh yeah let's flicker and I do have like a couple of my old images on there still yes. so I go back and I like, look at them I'm like oh yeah I remember when I took this photo. I really good times. <laughs> <laughs> interesting
0: times super times you know as, cause as you go on with it obviously it gets you know a little more pressure to, to, to be good as you go on so when you look at old photos it's like man this is this was, these are some great times back then so yeah.
1: no, there's no pressure I could just do whatever I wanted <laughs>
0: whatever you wanted no judgment you know what I'm saying yeah but, Oh, oh gosh it. so yeah so we're going through it and you start doing portraits sophomore year start sophomore junior year so what even led you to even doing portraits what uh what what picked that
1: um I think I was just like I realized that as a high schooler I realized I could make money
2: so <laughs> yes. there was
1: another big really well-known photographer in like the high school I'm a high school that I went to and he would like take like these really awesome like Lifestyle portraits for seniors, and so I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> How can I get into?" Um, and so I did that, but I also kind of, um, I think this was about the time when I started getting also into like trying to be a fashion blogger. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I think those those two things mixed together. I kind of was like, "Okay, I can, I can. I've know enough now about photography that I can maybe try to take pictures of other people." So that's that's what it was, and so I think my very very first photo shoot, like paid shoot, was a senior portrait session of like my friend I've known
0: since like middle school. Wow, that's insane! Obviously, at this time you were also a senior, I'm guessing.
1: Mm, yeah, I was a senior at that time, yeah.
0: Wow. So how crazy was it to be a high schooler and making money from something that you probably mostly saw as a hobby?
1: Yeah, it was it was like it was exciting because um, I had actually um so at my high school we had to do a senior project and so i picked my senior project to be about photography Mm -hmm. ironic right and so it was about you had to like argue something and so or be persuasive however you want to say it so my argument was that you can tell stories through photos Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like an integration of my portrait and conceptual stuff and i had to get a mentor for that and so my mentor was a wedding photographer and so wow. she told me, she taught me like all this stuff. It was like, this is you need, you need a contract, you need to have like a game plan, you need to know how to edit, you need to, how to do all this stuff. And so she was the one who helped me set up and get my first kind of like my first actual shoot. I was like, here's the contract, please sign. Like, don't edit my photos, please. Um, please be on time, like that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was. It was it was a help of her it helped me a lot get like that confidence. Be like, okay, you can ask for money, even if it's not a lot of money, you can ask for it. Like you can try at least. So, yeah,
0: you gotta try. And I tell people that because the the money thing is so weird. With people who are just starting out, like, I don't know how much to charge and blah, blah blah. I don't know how much I'm worth. And it's cool that you had a mentor that kind of guides you through that process at a young age.
1: Yeah, it was it was awesome. She's very she was very sweet. I even got to shadow her in some weddings. That's when I realized wedding photography not for me. Trash. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> no, I can't. It's beautiful. I love going to weddings. I love the aesthetic of the weddings, but shooting a wedding, I am good. You can take that. You can take those thousands of dollars. I will be fine. Yes. I'm going to find somewhere else. I can't deal with that stress. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's like, I feel like at this point it would be compared to like a super, super like high level stress fashion editorial. Oh my God. like a turnaround time of like a week. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I
0: can't do that. <laughs> Absolutely I, not. Gosh. And, yeah, you, and, you, and you mentioned in passing, uh, not in passing, you mentioned earlier that you had some interest in fashion blogging. So is that when you started doing kind of some kind of fashion like shoots?
1: Yeah. yeah. So um, I got into fashion blogging because I, from probably since middle school and high school i've always like expressed myself through fashion Mm. i like dressing up i like experimenting and like like just having fun with it and so i was like i'm fashionable i could be a fashion blogger right that's all it takes just photos and clothes (laughs) and so yeah that's kind of how i got into being a fashion photographer again it wasn't pictures of people yet it was just my outfits and my creations that i thought of and um yeah, it kind of just stemmed from there. I don't think I did my very first fashion photo shoot until probably, like, fashion in, like, loose terms, I guess, in, like, freshman year of college.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so in high school, were you able to take any photo classes? or was No,
1: it- see, there wasn't any photo classes. I did tell my counselor... Me building grudges. I was like, I want to be a photographer, and she was like, That's cool. And then, like the next year, my senior year, my friends like, Oh yeah, I'm in yearbook, and we're taking all these photos. Do you want to? You want to submit photos? <laughs> and I was like, Wait. You mean this whole time? I could be taking photos of people in school and like no one told me. Oh no. Yeah. Like my counselor said nothing. So I didn't even know that there was a yearbook club, but my friend was in yearbook senior year. She was like, just send me all your photos and I can put them in. So I had like 20 photos in the yearbook senior year because she was like, I got you the hookup. And I was like, Oh, thanks girl. That, (laughs) That makes up for it a little bit. So I didn't like, I've never taken a proper class for photography.
0: Oh man. So you're, so that's, it's all self-taught. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so what resources were you using? Did you learn Photoshop by yourself? Did you just, everything yeah, was trial I, and error?
1: Yeah. Trial and error. I learned Photoshop and everything by myself. Obviously YouTube mm. is like a big thing, but mm. even back then, like 2012, like the YouTube photography, YouTube was not what it is now. Yes. Like you had, like you're watching old videos from like, like 2008, <laughs> whatever, like the oldest like YouTube videos and online forums when those were still a thing. like that's oh why I, that. I would just Google a question and it would be like this old forum and I just like read through all the replies. Um, and then trial and error um, with Photoshop as well, going back to my Tumblr days when I wasn't on my like personal Tumblr, when I was taking my own photos, I was, <laughs> let me expose myself for like a minute. I was <laughs> editing like you know those like stan accounts i guess that's what they would be called now when it's just for celebrities yes on tumblr they had this whole like genre of just stan accounts and you would make all these like edits and like these gifts and all that kind of like colorful whatever stuff that's what i was doing in my spare time so that's how i learned photoshop (laughs) by like photoshopping a picture of justin bieber on the on like a different background like that's how i learned everything oh my god I told you, it's the craziest, yeah, I was just everywhere. I was just doing whatever I could.
0: You, I mean, it seems like you were very hungry for it, which is which is great, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I was definitely like that kid who stayed glued to the computer
0: Oh, all day, every day.
1: And <laughs> my parents were like, you need to get off the the computer. I'm like, I'm Photoshopping an image. I've been on it for five hours. Let me finish, please.
0: I gotta finish a Justin Bieber photo right now. You
1: gotta finish it, I need the notes on Tumblr. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
1: trial and error. YouTube yes. videos and just going out there and trying just trying not being afraid to like just try
0: yes amazing amazing i'm curious how did you find the mentor
1: um so i think my mom actually ended up finding her because um she went to a wedding and okay. so like the person she knew at the wedding she my mom mentioned I guess my senior project mm-hmm. she was like oh this wedding photographer she's super sweet like connect with her and then I just literally messaged her which I know it's hard for people to find mentors so I'm extremely lucky to be able to have yes. someone I was like yes of course I'll mentor you for free and just tell you all the information that I can like I was very very thankful to have her and she's the sweetest nicest lady she doesn't do wedding photography anymore ah, but, okay. she, um, but yeah she, she was, she, was the best. she helped me so much
0: Yo, shout out to her. That's awesome. Okay, yes. Let's jump to your uh, freshman year of college when you started this fashion journey. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So again, um, now, like I was in college now and um, I could have more availability to express myself. And I was doing more um, research on YouTube. This is when, you know, YouTube photography became kind of a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And my favorite photographer at the moment was Jessica Cobasi. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Oh, I have but not. She is she's really popular on YouTube. She is a fashion photographer as well. Um, and she was, her work really inspired me to get into fashion photography. Like um, yeah, and she had made YouTube videos on it on like how she was shooting. So. so I'm just watching her videos and basically just trying to replicate what she's doing. And I had met um, a girl her name is Jessie and we're still very, very good friends. I literally saw her yesterday. She was my very, very first fashion model. Oh, We went yes. to a greenhouse, we was cold. I was like, put on this fur jacket, it looks so fashion. Like we're going to do all this kind of cool, interesting different like angles and everything. And that was like the first time I tried fashion photography with someone else. And I really enjoyed it because it gave me an opportunity to express myself still through like the fashion I put my model in. But then I kind of had more control of the situation. Of, mm. like surrounding the composition because when i was doing it by myself but like tripod set it up this is the composition you're getting <laughs> this is all you get you cannot move it any time <laughs> because it will be out of focus so this is what you got to do and so now i could like move around it could be at a lower angle it could be higher angle i could get her to spin like i could do so much more and so that's when i was kind of like oh this is a lot more fun for me
0: wow
1: <laughs> yeah and what? i think i have a youtube video on that very first shoe as well
0: Oh, yes, 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 YouTube channel. we will talk about that a little bit because that's, yeah, uh, that's yeah, also yeah. amazing. So you found a freedom with this fashion, jumping into fashion photography, found a freedom of being able to do compositions and modeling and, and, uh, and direction and all that through that yeah. first shoot. So that was probably phenomenal for you, opened a whole new world in a way, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I mean, I was so excited after that. Like, as soon as I shot with her, I was like, all right, I'm shooting with you all the time. You're so great. This is so awesome. I'm having so much fun. So we did like three shoots, three or four shoots, like after that different scenarios, different like styling and everything. Cause I was just like, this is so much fun. Like I can do so much things. And like, especially with fashion, me loving clothes, like I'm not a model size and I'm short. So half the things Mm. I love online that are beautiful clothes, I can't wear, I mean, I could, but they wouldn't look as idealistic on me. So I I could put a model in the outfit that I love and take pictures and then I could still see the pretty clothes, it's like, amazing it's like all connecting coming together so yeah that's that's why i really got into it because i was just like i love clothes i want to see other people in the clothes that make me happy and hopefully i'll make them happy while they're wearing the clothes oh, and oh have yes. pretty pictures at the end
0: yo that's dope so the process with that do you find the clothes and then obviously you use your friend for the first few mm-hmm. um for the first so other models you find the models you scout like on instagram or something like yeah. how'd that go
1: Yeah, so I'm like, (laughs) I am like very like self-made in that way, like I style everything, I direct everything, I like set, I location scout everything, I find models for everything, like everything I just do. So for styling-wise, sometimes I will find a piece and it'll inspire me to reach out to somebody or Mm -hmm. find a location and like, oh, this would look good with this and this. It's kind of just like they always come in little pieces, but... Um, I do reach out to models on Instagram. That's like my main way. I just yes. fly I'm Like you look really cool. I have this awesome idea. Tell me if you love it. Let's do it. Yo. So yeah, it's it, it's it's fun for me to be able to just pick little elements and then like put them all together. That elements that you wouldn't think would go together. I'm like, no, don't trust me. It's gonna look amazing. You're gonna love it. Just oh. wait.
0: For it. Oh, that's but, yeah. so dope. That's so dope. So yeah. the clothes like. What type of clothes do you mostly gravitate to when you were kind of scouting the the web?
1: Yeah. So for me right now, I'm really into clothes with really cool textures. Mm. So anything that's like sequindy and like, like, colorful and bright that's that because i also would love to wear but i don't (laughs) on like if i could wear whatever i want i would probably be wearing a gigantic tool dress everywhere like that's what i would do (laughs) but um so those types of things i like to look for things um with cool um like um colors as well like i used to try I had to play it safe when I first started fashion photography. Mm. Okay, black and white, neutral tones. But now I'm like, you can have so much fun. You can do kind of like whatever you want. Yes. So I'm looking for things that are very interesting that um, would complement a model. So I'll find either a clothing piece, and I'm like, okay, then I'll search my Instagram. Like, who would look really cool in this without the outfit overpowering someone? Mm Cause I feel like sometimes with some like super avant-garde fat photography you lose the model yes and that, this is going back to like me taking portraits like I always want to make sure the model and the clothes are like go together like in like harmony that they match each other and it's not like you're only focusing on the clothes you're only focusing on the pretty person you are only focused on the background everything needs to like Yes, we're together. together. Yes, that's why. Like, if I find a location, I'm like, okay, this location has this kind of lighting, this color background, so we need clothes that will go with this, and then we need a model that has this type of look. Like, it's just like all this in my brain.
0: (laughs) Yo, that's (laughs) a million
1: tabs are open.
0: (laughs) I guess your mind is going crazy all the time. We like, oh my gosh, I gotta keep all this somewhere.
1: My family knows if I if you're walking with me and I find inspiration, I'll just stop and be like, okay, I can see it. And my family's like, wait, she's. She's thinking, hold on. And I'm like taking a picture. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going back to the reference. I'm looking at the time. Like, I just like stop mid everything. I'm like, I have an idea. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. That's cool. So as yeah. far as, okay, before we go more photography, did you study art in school, in college? No.
1: <laughs> Ironically, I didn't. I actually majored in marketing. So Dope. I have a degree in marketing.
0: Okay, marketing. Okay. Never mind then back to photography then. So this is all still. <laughs>
1: not
0: as fun. Not as fun. No, because it's like sometimes you know, some obviously some people started art in school, so I have this that college conversation, but yeah, if you didn't, yeah. we're gonna scoop back to photography. Yeah, okay yeah. Okay, cool. I mean obviously marketing does go hand in hand with being creative. So yeah, not definitely. knocking the degree. I'm just saying, you know.
1: You can knock
0: it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what school did you go to?
1: I went to UNCG. That's
0: right. I just want to Go hear Spartans. say it. I just want to hear it say it. Spartan pride forever. Okay. Um, okay. So, about photography. So, during this fashion thing, what was your inspirations like? Did you have anyone you looked up to? Like, how'd that work?
1: Um. Hmm. I don't really know. Other than that one photographer that I mentioned, um, I like. <laughs> I guess I grew up watching like the E Channel. Mm. I think it, or e-news is canceled now ironically but i remember when i was little i watched a show it's a terrible show now looking back at them like they were really mean to these people but me in like middle school i was like this is awesome what is this what not to wear and um how do i look so what not to wear was a show with like it's so terrible so your friends so let's say you had terrible style your people around you you love they're like you dress terribly they're like hey e people. My friend looks terrible, but I love them. Can you make them over? And so they spend weeks following these people around, recording their outfits. And then they bring all of them in together into a room and they're like, this this is how you look. Your friends think you could do better. We're going to make you better. And then they just give them a makeover kind of without consent. Like, (laughs) just like, you look ugly. We're going to change that now. And so that was that. And then how do I look was the same thing of like someone was like not dressing the way that they wish that their people in their life wish that they did. And so they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring every piece of clothing you own onto this conveyor belt. And we're going to discuss every piece and why it's trash. And then we're going to throw it away. And then we're going to give you a makeover. That's how I got introduced into fashion was just watching these people, I guess, like belittle other people, but it helped me understand like, okay, these are how, they would also give fashion tips of course so like here's how Mm. lines work here's how flattering angles work here's how colors work with your skin tone and with your you know what mood you want to show and it kind of just made me think of like how your clothes can tell a story about you whether you want to or not yes yes that's kind of how it that's why with fashion photography i try to tell that story in a like but not in a distracting way like i said earlier if that anything Please Absolutely. let me know if I ever don't make sense, because I can talk for twenty hours no. if you don't stop.
0: No. So. <laughs> you were you making some solid points there, because it kind of opened my eyes too. Because I don't, I know I have a lot of people who do fashion photography, but to dive deep in like it like this with you, is this is great for me. So I, I love hearing this
1: so oh, awesome yeah yes. and so that and then also just i was obsessed obsessed with teen vogue growing up yes I think to this day i still would love to shoot for teen vogue like that's been like my number one dream i would flip through like all the pages and like cut them out put them on my wall I'm like this outfit is awesome this model looks cool i love this set so those two things combined was really what got me like okay i can let's do fast photography now we, we look at it long enough let's try to do let's it ourselves
0: do it that's amazing <laughs> yeah. so i want to talk about obviously you, you, you share some Really good points, but I know there's some roadblocks there at some points where maybe the vision you had in your head didn't come to come to life with the pictures and just hitting like an artist block. So, how do you work through times like that? So, Jacob, we're going to interrupt this interview real quick for a new game of high brew or cobrew. You down? Uh yeah, sure. Okay, so the point of the game is to guess what I'm describing as cobrew or high brew. Make sense? Um, well, I'm not really sure what highbrew is. You'll figure it out. Uh, okay. Just answer cold brew or high brew. It's pretty simple. You ready? Okay. Here's the first one. It can come with added protein. Um, cold brew? High brew. It has more antioxidants and twice a caffeine than a normal cup of coffee. Uh, high brew. High brew. It has less acid and sugar than a normal cup of coffee. Cold brew? High brew. It helps support direct trade farmers. Okay, uh... I- I brew. brew. It has less environmental impact on our planet. Cold brew. High brew. So wait, all all the answers are just high brew. Well, yeah, this is a sponsor ad. And that concludes our game of cold brew or high brew, proudly sponsored by, well, high brew coffee, an Austin, Texas-based cold brew company dedicated to serving an elevated coffee experience. Visit www.highbrewcoffee.com and use promo code PIZZAANDBREW for 20% off your order of a 12-pack and get cold brew that doesn't just taste better, but does better. Ship directly to your door
1: yeah so yeah there's definitely been shoots when i'm like this is going to be great and i get there i'm like oh no this is not what i thought <laughs> um and so i just you just got to really keep pushing through um how i get through the creative blocks is i i talk to my friends i don't have it, it's it's good and bad i don't really have that many creative friends like i don't think i have another friend who's a photographer that i could like call up at any moment, just talk to them. Mm. So having, but all my friends are creative people. They're just in different fields. So talking to people in different fields and like, okay, here's what I'm going through. This is what I'm thinking. Like, can you help me work this out? Like, what do you think from an outside perspective? Because sometimes we can get so in our heads because we are so used to seeing the same things. We're so used to, what we already know. Talking to people who have no idea, like have no idea about fashion photography, and like, okay, does this make sense? How does this look? Like, I feel like this looks terrible. They're like, no, this looks great. Like, I don't, I don't know what, you, why you don't think it's good. I'm like, okay, you're right. I'm just, I'm just crazy. But so yeah, that and just going out, um, taking breaks, I think is good mm. for artist blocks. Like, I think a lot of people with artist blocks are afraid to take a break because you're afraid you're going to lose. You know, lose the passion, lose it in you. But I think sometimes just like taking a step back and okay, I've done what I can do. Let's focus on something else that I know I can do really well that still brings me a lot of joy, and we'll come back to it because we'll have a newfound like sense of like inspiration, or we'll have a clearer mind, a fresher look on things instead of just looking at the same thing forever and just being upset about it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, I mean it makes sense. I mean, yeah, you're right. When you're taking breaks, or the idea of taking a break when you haven't taken one ever, you know, it feels like. Almost like you're giving up, and then, you know, that kind of. Sorry, you, you, like an oh, you're good. I hope, it's, hope everyone's okay. I live oh. near the airport, so. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so you pray it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, taking breaks is, is is so important. And obviously, being a workaholic, and most artists, most young artists, I want to keep going, 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 going. I mean, you'll burn out if you don't take, take breaks, oh. and you'll hit more roadblocks and you kind of your mind was spiral and you know you'll kind of doubt yourself more and you know it's mm-hmm. a lot comes with that so I'm glad that take I'm glad you know the 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 benefit of taking a break so mm-hmm. that's amazing um but for most of these back to some some, some positive parts um mm-hmm. these sets are beautiful a, a lot of them I see that you do on location but it seems like you built some backdrops or oh, all that yeah. so how, how does that work
1: yeah um so being self-taught i'm totally like a diy type of person and when i got into photography i was in college so i was broke i'm still kind of broke but i was even more broke <laughs> than i was now so i was like mm. i'm not spending all this money for all this stuff that i'm like i'm going to use maybe once or twice so for my own location shoots they are actually like my favorite to do because i love taking a scene that you don't see anything in mm. and then getting into something because sometimes i bring models to locations they're like <laughs> what, what are you about to What are we about to do here? I'm like, don't worry, it's a vision. You gotta see like the vision. I got like you. Together, but yeah, and so setting those up, I have an assistant. I will say it's my little sister. She has like basically assisted probably 95 of all my photo shoots. So she helps me out, like set up all my backdrops, helps me like scout locations, helps me buy outfits. Like so, she is like the second voice of reason in my head it's like, yes, this will look good. No, this won't look good. This doesn't make sense. This looks cool. So yeah, setting up backdrops on location is like so much fun. I I haven't made any of the backdrops. The only time I've made them is like I just buy fabric. Oh, yeah. Perfect way to get a backdrop. Just buy a bunch of fabric and just make it your own. But um, yeah, I, I just I think I just like the idea of just creating something I don't that's, know that's
0: dope. see I'm, I'm a person that does like too because usually i do shoots i go out into just random spots i can usually find every i can usually find a, a spot in any location you know which is something yeah. that develops over time and you're a scouter you say we go out on walks whatever you'll stop and take reference shots and all that so mm-hmm. i applaud you on that because that's really hard to just mm-hmm. make something out of you know whatever so that's amazing so as far as you it's composition, and, and this is—I was trying to figure out how to answer this, ask this question. But how do you—you seem like you you evoke a feeling through mm-hmm. all these photographs. You know, yeah. obviously, is it still kind of conceptual when you're doing these shots too, or is it kind of just it's just a free for all?
1: Um, it depends on the shoot. So some of them, like for the more elaborate themes, um, well, okay, let me start over. Here's so when I when I start shoots. I always make a mood board. Okay so I am like a self proclaimed mood board queen. Every single shoot I've ever created has a mood board. Yes. And these mood boards are broken up into like sections. The top section is mood, which is just and I always I learned this through my research. Um I believe um I wanna say it was like Ben Sasso, Ben Sasso. He's a yes. Good, yes. You yes, know him. Yes, yes. He's amazing. He inspired a lot of my like my emotional work that, that I try to work into all my photographs. So I think he did a post on mood boards. And so when you create mood boards, I try to find three words that we want to evoke. So that way, if anything ever goes off the rails, we're like, okay, this is what we're trying to focus on. These are the feelings we want people to feel when they look at it. And then of course we have like reference images then we have location, styling and all that. So making sure I keep, have at least three words for every photo is how I make sure I can invoke a feeling or evoking an emotion mm. through these things. So I'm like, okay, this is what we want make sure we don't go off the rails because sometimes it will be a free for all. And that's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes there's, there are just like, there's a concept. I'm like, okay, I just need to make this happen. And sometimes it's just one image. So if I have one image in my mind that invokes one feeling, I'm like, all right, we got the shot. Let's just do whatever. because Yo, I got, I got
0: You got the shot. So you go yeah. run around, dance around. We're, we're just chilling oh, yeah. at this point. I
1: tell them all the time. just like, go do whatever you want. They, I think my models are kind of taken aback sometimes with that. Cause I'm a very laissez faire poser. I'm just like, yeah, just do whatever feels natural. And they're like, "What, what is, is that? that?" I'm like, "Whatever, however you feel. Like just walk around, spin, dance, I don't care. Like we're going to we're going to get it. Like trust me, it's, the more comfortable you are, the more fun you have with it, even if it's a super like serious like model, Vogue like seriousness um shoot. Like if you can get a little laugh in between, it it opens up the emotion so much more for the model and for yourself cuz you're like, "Okay, they they're comfortable with me now. I can get what I want." Cuz if you just Tell them, like, just stand there do this, do this. Uh, the people on the podcast can't see what I'm doing. You can see what I'm
0: yeah, doing. Yeah, I can see what you're doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then then it, it it feels so stiff sometimes. And I'm so much about making authentic connections with people. And I think that's how you get the emotion. Yes. You got to talk to your mom or you got to get to know them. You got to, like, ask them how their day is. Yes. Like, just being a nice person will help you get that emotion out of those people that you've never met in your entire life. You may never talk to ever again, but you still got you got the shot because they
0: felt comfortable in that moment. Yo, that's so awesome. And it's funny, I was literally getting ready to ask you, because people ask me this all the time, even with people interviewing people for the podcast, I don't know, is how do you make people feel comfortable during these sessions? Because obviously, as a cameras pointing in your face, I mean, huh. people who aren't used to it, it's like, oh, God, what, what's going on? like blah, blah, blah. And obviously, if you create, if you kind of make that foundation before it gets started of, you know, getting to know them, ask them how their day is, and make, yeah. it, make them comfortable, it, it makes the whole shoot just... Uh, amazingly easy so
1: it definitely does yeah you just got to loosen up sometimes make people laugh play Mm. music playing music helps a lot i'm always like what kind of music do you like we're gonna play we're gonna have a speaker you're gonna have you're gonna have some fun you're gonna sing along to at least something right or just like trying to actually just ask them questions about who they are they get to know these people and why they got into modeling or why they wanted these photos or like what their plans are for the weekend like whatever just make sure they feel comfortable because like the last thing i want is for someone to feel uncomfortable behind my camera and then like not like the photos they got because they're going to remember yes. uh, I felt so terrible. Like I didn't like this. Cause I mean, we do that ourselves when we take our own photos, but mm. so I don't want anyone to look at it and not remember that the experience was at least somewhat fun. It didn't have to be like the most perfect experience, but that they had like a little bit of joy out of it. So
0: yes, yes, yes. That's, that's, that's amazing. And I, and I can definitely attest to that, like that doing those little things really makes the, the whole session just that much, much bearable and and amazing for both parties um what I do love about your work also I can talk about this forever um you your diverse choice of models super Mm -hmm. diverse you know just which is phenomenal so do you see that as being a very important thing or like why you know why not choose one the other or you know like so go, go talk through that
1: Yeah. So, no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I hope hope that's something people do notice from my work because that is something very important to me. So growing up, obviously, on the Tumblr internet realm, there weren't a lot of people who looked like me, which is a Black woman. Yes. So every time and even when I was learning about photography, getting into these Facebook groups of like portrait photographers, they were taking mostly pictures of white people. Mm -hmm. And then they would, when the one time they would have a Black person, their skin is orange or like they mm. they're like gray. And I'm just like, oh, like that breaks my heart. Cause I'm like, okay, finally representation, but it's not, it's not what we, it's not correct, you know? And so I was like, okay, I never want anyone to look at one of my photos and look at my work and be like, I can't see myself being photographed by these people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll go, I when I was scouting like inspiration or like researching, like all these photographers, they have just white people, which is fine. Like if that's your clientele and that's your situation, that's okay. Yes. But for me personally, I can't see myself in that situation, so I don't feel comfortable. Hiring you to take my photos, so I want people to be able to look at my work and be like, "Oh, I can see myself in this work because mm. they've taken photos of people who look like me." Granted, I I love to have more guy models because I'm very lacking in that. Yes, but I think that's just like the nature of my work of being a fashion photographer. Like more female models are there. Yes. But, um. Yeah. I and I just want to make sure people feel represented because growing up, I wish I had that representation. So mm. if I can make work that people feel represented in, then like I I done my job
0: yeah i mean it's the thing where it's like you're kind of creating the world you want to see so which is yeah. it's good cool. i feel like the whole industry is slowly but surely getting to oh, to that definitely. you know what i'm saying with your uh tyler mitchell shooting beyonce for for young folks yes do Yes. yeah oh my god his book's coming out soon too oh my gosh oh I cannot yeah i need I'm,
1: i need to i'm stocking up on photo books now i'm black when i bought the black fashion vanguard uh
0: Oh so my gosh! So it just
1: is just fashion photography of black people, and I was just like, I didn't know this existed until now, and I'm so happy that it does. So yeah, just representation, and that's why I like I don't want to just focus on just black people, because even though I'm black, not everyone in the world is black. Yes. So like getting all different types of skin tone, different backgrounds, and stuff is just like I just want to make sure everyone feels represented and loved, and like you know that you can see yourself, because everyone wants pretty photos. Yes. You just want a pretty yes. photo of you smiling sometimes. You cool. <laughs> want to make sure you, you know you can I can do that for you.
0: Oh man, yeah, and that's and that's and that's, and that's great. You know what I'm saying? It's good that you can do that. But I love that you are you keep it diverse, and that's that's mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. Uh, so yeah. I didn't prepare you for this, but you just kind of sparked when uh you mentioned the the fashion world. So did you see that um, cover that Simone Biles was on, and there was controversy mm-hmm. over that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, what, I saw
0: that. Do you have any thoughts towards that?
1: Yeah, I do. This is why my Twitter account is now private because I talk about things <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, no, I saw that. Um, it's just, it's it's sad because, I mean, like there was so much potential to have such beautiful, fluid movement of photos. And like, like Simon, so mean, she's amazing. And mm. she's so talented and beautiful. And I just feel like it just kind of goes back to like, not having experience in editing different skin tones and different lighting situations like and and some of the posing I felt like was like kind of charged in a way mm. to make her feel less elegant than what she really is mm. and I was just like oh come on like there, there's so much more like if she was like I wish if she was shot by someone else I know there's like there would be no controversy but I just feel like yeah, I just feel like some people just need to open up sometimes and just shoot outside of what you're used to. Yes. Because if you keep shooting the same things and you put everyone in the same box, it's not going to work every time.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now everyone's the same. So you got to like mix it up. But yeah, I, I was upset about that. I wish I had like, I had a vision. As soon as I shot it, I was like, I could have shot something better.
0: You could have destroyed
1: so yeah i but i mean i'm glad she was on the cover like that's amazing in in, and of itself but yeah i wish i wish that some like the photography industry like you said earlier was a little bit more diverse and like the people who do shoot that they do sometimes take or take that risk to shoot something different i mean if you have the budget Mm. they're paying you like try a little try to mix it up do something you know
0: exactly you have all the but they give you all the money and a bunch of time just this is just take your time on it and not just kind yeah. of do whatever and yeah. that's that's take kind of time. you yeah. know i'm sure she's got the money it was like okay whatever you know which is just...
1: yeah she's like oh, just another just another magazine cover for me let me just do what i usually do yeah
0: she's probably shot a bajillion magazine or magazine covers so she's probably like yeah. whatever about it but whatever yeah i, I was very curious of your take on that so yeah yeah, uh, yeah
1: yeah and i think that just goes back to like making connections with the people you work with mm. because like I know in the fashion industry, when you have, I'm assuming when you have millions of clients that are so high profile, you don't really, you don't really take that time to get to know them. But like, I feel like maybe loosening it up. I don't know. The photos felt so stiff to me. Mm -hmm. They just kind of like stand in this, stand here, take the photo and do this, take the photo and kind of like, I don't know, a more authentic feel to it.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, that happened. So. If you, yeah. if, uh, if you haven't seen that cover, go look at it and you'll kind of see what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
2: you'll still see it.
0: Yeah. So, um, so going over the portraits and mm-hmm. I want to discuss your use of natural light. It's something yeah. that you said you, I guess you're you're more prone to go natural light than, I guess, any kind of artificial yeah. lighting. So, kind of explain why and, you know, mm-hmm. go from there.
1: So, originally, I'm going to be honest here, I did it because I was like, I'm afraid of flash Mm. I don't like I back when I was learning all the flash photography I saw it the lighting didn't look natural like it was obvious flash and for me I really like the 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 way natural light looks the way it falls on your face it's different than any artificial light can really give you Uh you can replicate it but it's not the same so I was afraid I was like oh I don't want the photos to look too know too like stiff too professional yes. so I was like I don't want to do flash and then I did experiments with flash and I was like oh this isn't bad okay <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I just like going outside and I just like light I think that just helps for me when I was younger being in such a dark place like going outside was my going outside to take photos that was my escape like mm-hmm. I would wait for the sunny day and I'm like okay I can go outside to take photos so to me light is just like that, and that, the like natural inspiration in me. So like light inspires me every day. That's why if you you see all my windows, yes. are all my windows are open. I have no lights on because I'm like, I need natural light to just feed my soul and Ooh. my energy. Yes. So I, when I can use natural light, I will, I, I've used flash in like studio lighting a couple of times, but I just feel like to me, it's just such a personal connection to being outside and being in the sun and like, feeling the warmth of the sun that I'm like, I got to I just got to put it in my photos. It's just like a part of me. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. And learning natural light was very, very hard. And I'm still learning because natural light, unlike studio photography, you can't control it. Mm -mm. It's going to do whatever. Sun's going to do whatever she wants. She don't care about your photo (laughs) shoot. So like you have to just be able to be on your work on your toes, you know, and just be prepared for it and make, make it work, make it work. Sometimes terrible lighting is great photo lighting. You won't know until you try it.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's so true. Because I used to be like, oh, I drive driving around this UNCG and everywhere. I'm like, why are they shooting at 12 o'clock in the afternoon when the sun's in the air? But, you know, but they, make, they probably have a vision in mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I
1: feel that way when I see, because I'm like a natural light photographer, afraid of flash. And I'll be, be honest. I'm just afraid of unnatural light. So anytime I see like a photographer with like the big, like octo- the, uh, whatever, I can't even say
0: it. <laughs> I don't you know what you're saying though. <laughs>
1: Those big <laughs> flashes in, like, 12 p.m., I'm
0: just like, it's like the sun,
1: though, the sun is there. It's so like, you, have- you, you, have, you have God's light. What are you doing? Like, oh,
0: my God. So,
1: yeah, but I understand, like, people, I mean, people make that work. Like, I admire people who can use flash and, like, make it a beautiful scene and make it look seamless and natural.
2: Mm. Like,
1: one day, oh, maybe I will venture into that world. But for now, natural light is just, like, it just makes me happy, so I got to work
0: with it. Absolutely. You know, and I actually menteed under a photographer here and he showed me how this, you know, around a studio and how different lighting works and all that. It was great information, but I just would rather be outside. Yeah, you know? that's
1: true. I'm just like, I I can't see ever see myself being a studio photographer. Like, and if it is, it's got to have, it's got to have floor ceiling windows or something because I can't be inside. I got to move. I gotta have space. I gotta breathe. <laughs> yes. And just, I just love. I just love being outside too. So
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, one thing I read on your bio, which I loved, um, it was the work sings a harmonious tone of both femininity and grit. So mm-hmm. how I guess through your portraits and fashion stuff, how do you accomplish that in your work?
1: Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for reading my bio. <laughs> oh, of course. I had to. Um, um, yeah, so for that, I kind of see femininity not in like the like a literal sense of like a female. Even though most of my work is female, and I'm 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 thankful to be able to work with so many beautiful and amazing women in my work. Mm-hmm. But um, for that sense of femininity, I kind of see it more of like a delicate, soft, focused kind of like light and airy feel, mixed with like photos that are like punchy and gritty and contrasting in that harsh light. And so like if you look at my website, I have I like um, have my portfolio like set up that way. So it's like a very nice, loft, nice soft-spoken rainbow versus mm. like a very harsh light, serious, like, you know, I was gonna say Vogue, but that's not the one I wanted to <laughs> Serious like fashion portrait right next to it. And I feel like the, I love contrast, but I don't, I don't know how I do it. <laughs> but the contrast goes together just so well. And I don't know, I just love, putting two things together that you don't think are gonna work yes and that's why i like working on locations that are like super random Mm because i'm like you don't think it's gonna work but trust me it's gonna work it's gonna look look so good but yeah i just like mixing soft like really soft airy vibes with like really harsh contrast really high clarity like i just love the way that looks it's just. Know. It makes me feel like ooh, tingly. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I hope that answered your question. No,
0: that absolutely <laughs> answered. I just love that. I I just feel I can see the passion with you doing this and that makes that makes me seeing the photos that you're putting out, it makes it makes sense of I can tell that you really, really, really love each and every photo. You know what I'm saying? You're yes, you're do. taking it all super seriously and you're putting your own little thing to it and I just go, I can go through your site forever. I got, I got it on my tablet next to me. I'm just like, this is just phenomenal. Thank you.
1: Thank yes, you. I did yes. that. I like, I, it took me so long to figure out what kind of site I wanted. So I'm like, I don't want it to look like every photographer site. I need to be different. Yes. But, and I'm, I'm happy how it came together. So thank you for, thank you for think, liking it, I guess.
0: Of course, of course, of course. So let's go to these publications. Cause obviously yes. you have a really? uh, two in a site. Yeah. So you foot and a living doll. So yeah. let's do foot first. So kind of explain what that is and how you, yeah. you were even you you were able to do that.
1: Yeah. So it's um. Yeah. So I just had. So there's. It's a song. It's inspired by a song. Um, Fruit. It's by Marina and the. Di- oh, she used to be Marina and the Diamonds. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's it's inspired directly off that song because I grew up listening to her in like my Tumblr days. I loved her. Yes. And so it's about fruit, and if you listen to the lyrics, it's about how women are compared to fruit, and their bodies are always like, you know, ex- like you know, compared to it, like we're, we're pear shaped, you're apple shaped, you're whatever. Oh we're, yeah. You know that kind of thing, and it's always to me in a way it's always in a demeaning or judgmental way so i kind of wanted to flip that and be like okay how can we use fruit to like not be about the bod her body but just about the harmonious colors of everything so i picked fruits and every outfit matched a fruit and then outfit colors were based on the fruit <laughs> and then, yeah and I worked with this model for before like she she's amazing she was one of like my first like agency models I ever worked with so oh. she's always like, my go-to and um, I worked in this really awesome natural light studio in Charlotte by amazing wedding photographers I'm going to shout them out on this podcast yes please the mango market they're amazing yo they're, they take really great like filmy soft like uh, it's just amazing wedding photography it makes you feel so much emotion so i shot all that together (laughs) and and we just and i i had an idea i wanted to try to get this submitted somewhere so i was like we're gonna find a publication i don't care we're just gonna submit it and see what (laughs) happens and so luckily it got picked up and i'm so happy because it was like it was a passion project for me and so having your passion project like picked up by any publication and like like literally i'm gonna show you this
0: yes please do i get an exclusive Yo,
1: on my wall. <laughs> yeah, so like every day I can look at it. I'm like, oh, my passion project right there.
0: Oh my, God, oh my gosh, that's that amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was great. That was a really like confidence booster for me. And ironically, that was like the last shoot I ever did before quarantine. Oh. <laughs> so I was, like we ended on a good note. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: And, and question before we going to the other one. So it's in creators mag. So how were you? How would you find? this publication? Like, how'd you find that one?
1: Yeah. So for fashion photographers and I think like makeup artists and stylists can go on too. There's this website called Kavar Mm -hmm. and someone introduced, I think the makeup artist, not for this shoot, but for my other publication, which I'm going to talk about. Um, she introduced me to this website, actually. It's like K-A-Y-V-Y-R something. Mm -hmm. I can't spell very well. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, it's literally just a place where magazines have open calls for magazines um submissions and it's free most of them unless you want to do like a like a quick like turnaround because it will take a while for them to get back to you. Oh yeah. So it's mostly free and it's all these like some of them have print publications, some of them have online publications, and you can just kind of pick. And they have themes. Sometimes it's open theme. Sometimes it's something very specific. I think the, the fruit one there was a theme, but I don't remember. I think it was like minimal or something. Um, it just it was just perfect for whatever I was going for. I was like just submit it. It works. Uh, and yeah, you, I just go through there and like see what's who's accepting, and they have deadlines and they have guidelines on like how many photos, how many outfits, like the team credits, sizing of your photos, everything. So it's all on there. So it's a great resource if you're like a fast photographer and you want to oh, get your work submitted. Like that, that is amazing, and it's free. You don't have to. You can pay for the pro, but you don't have to. you can Wow, experience.
0: that's dumb. Yeah. We we'll put that in the description actually because a lot of people yeah. are trying to figure out how to get into that industry, and that is yeah, exactly. pretty easy.
1: Yeah, and the good thing is um, I would say that like try to look for the ones that do have tear sheets, which are like the ones I have to have The the magazine name in the corner or it has like the team credits or the styling credits, because like a social media feature is fine, but you know having like a tangible like this is proof that this was published it, it, it like elevates your portfolio a lot so yo good
0: information okay okay and i far- just
1: learned that so <laughs>
0: oh did you? yeah but I this is right before quarantine so yeah so yeah. it's kind of kind of recent so mm-hmm. you said she came from an agency the model you used. Mm-hmm. so yes. how does that work
1: so yeah so i'm still like learning about agencies I learned this, all the things I know about reaching out to people is through that photographer, Jessica Kobesi, because she works with like, I mean, she worked with like Ford models, IGM mm. models. And so she was telling us like how to do this. And here I am in Little Greensboro, I'm like, okay, what agency? We don't have Ford models, where can we go? And so what I've learned that there's like two ways to really reach out to modeling agencies and models. You can reach out directly to the agency. You can find like their their general contact, or you can find like, like their new face development or um, someone that's more direct or go on LinkedIn, just like stalk people and find the contact. <laughs> but um, um, what I've learned in this world of social media, you can just sign into a lot of people's DMs, yes. even if they are signed. And they'll all you have to do is really like get it approved by their agent. So if I, so that's why mood boards are so important. Cause if I can like be like, okay, I want to work with this model. She signed with an agency. I send her the mood board. She can send that directly to her agent and her agent will already know, okay, this is what we're going to get. So, yeah, you can do it. Or like, no, it's not going to be good for your book type of thing.
0: Wow. Yeah, I know you find a model who does this for agency work because I want to know how that world works as well. But yeah. that's uh, that seems like pretty pretty easy with you. You're really good at yeah, diving I've- DMs.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been lucky of being able to just go into the DMs and just like have people work with me. But uh yeah, and some agencies when you do re- work out, um reach out to them, uh, they, they won't respond. Mm. I have gone through I think I've went through agencies, like like direct contact through agencies, maybe two or three times. All my other people I've worked with who are signed, I just go in the dms and usually i i reached out to them lucky for me i reached out to them before they were signed or yes. they were just getting started so i already had that reputation with them or I, they already know that they love working with me so that they can kind of vouch for me more on their agent They'd be like i've worked with this model like i mean i worked with this photographer her photos are already in my portfolio like let's do it again type thing
0: and it's like okay cool and they can prove it or not yeah,
1: yeah. exactly okay but okay. yeah sliding in the dms works <laughs>
0: yes it does listen it listen works. listen people it, it work. it does work sometimes
1: yeah it does work you just gotta try it and yes. if they say no that that's the worst that can happen they need to say no you're like all right on to the next one
0: there's <laughs> a bajillion models out there so yeah yeah so lucy's magazine let's, let's talk about that one so living doll
1: yeah that one was like probably the most like not theatric is not the word i wanted but like the more most like the biggest editorial i've ever shot because we had, we had the model, we had a makeup artist, we had a stylist and it was me. And like I said earlier, I am like self proclaimed I do everything myself because I, <laughs> I'm crazy that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm so used to having everyone, like me doing everything. And so having a stylist, having a makeup artist, having a very experienced model, like that shoot went so like smooth. I was like, like I was even trying to like fix things. Like I was like, oh, let me fix this in the clothes. Can we do this in the face? And the makeup artist, I was like, no, don't touch anything, don't do it focus on the photo <laughs> we got this and I was like okay okay but yeah it came together so well um the makeup artist Janice she's a local makeup artist and I've worked with her Dope. Um, on that one and another one that we're um like editing right now she's amazing she's super sweet she works with lot of agencies as well so she wow. was able to get me like some information <laughs> um and then the makeup um and then the stylist they we just had a mood board and she was like okay we got it we can find we can pull some pieces and it just like it came together we were able to find an indoor studio from someone in Greensboro too it was just like great and we had the idea we're like we want to submit to Lucy's this is where we want we've all wanted to get into Lucy's like they make print
2: too yes. really want
1: to get in there and we submitted it and they accepted it and we were all like oh my gosh it's happening <laughs> And that was my Yo. first publication like ever like that so I was just like oh my gosh like I can actually get published. Like, my work is good enough to get published. Like, it was was so much fun. And the shoot turned out really cool. Like, it's so different from what I would usually shoot. So that's why I really enjoyed doing it, because I would never... My concepts aren't storylines in that way. My concepts are more like feelings and emotions. So having a baby doll in, like, (laughs) Toyland-type idea, so crazy out of my realm, but it was so much fun to do, and it came together super well.
0: Yo, that is... That's amazing. And the photos are, yeah, they're, I mean, when I go, when I went to this part on your site, I was like, what in the world? Yeah. These are so, and then the different locations, you have some in the studio, and yeah. you ventured I outside too. I was like,
1: can we do some outside? <laughs> your element. I, like, I really want to go outside. <laughs> it's like,
0: sure, let's go, let's do it, you know?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, they're awesome. My favorite one from that one is the rainbow iridescent. Um, yes,
0: uh, I see that on the, the portrait. Yes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that one is cool. That is, I applaud you on that. That's phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah,
1: so it was fun. Um I, I hope to get more publications soon. Um, nice. but yeah, but it's it's just so much fun to finally see your like your hard work paid off in that way, you
0: know? Yes, yeah. I mean well deserved too. Yeah, so thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's something to laugh for because 'cause I'm a that's one thing I do focus on in my work. Yeah. So obviously I was super excited to see that you do concerts. So let's talk yeah. about how oh, yeah. you ventured into that yeah i sometimes.
1: saw your live stuff and i was like yes <laughs> someone else who <laughs> shoots like bands that's so awesome so i am like i am a major fangirl if you can't tell i'm a very excitable person so i love music music has always been such a big part of me and um so i've always been going to concerts since like high school i love going to live shows like i will be in that pit all day all long yes I love it. and so I've always dreamed, once I like was started photography, seriously, I always was like, I want to shoot one of my favorite bands. Like That would be the ultimate fangirl experience for me. That's all I've, like, I've always just dreamed of, it and I never knew how. And then um, I saw some girl on Twitter. She shot the band The 1975, mm-hmm. one of my favorite bands. Um, And she shot them, and I was just like, let me slide in the DMs. Girl, how are you doing this? Tell me, please. I'm dying to know. And she told me. And so what I have learned is, like, just reach out to their booking general manager and just slide, just hit them with the emails Mm -hmm. and, like, make a case for yourself. Be like, hey, I'm going to the show. Most of the time I already had tickets. I'm like, I already have tickets, man. I'm already going to be there. Um, Here's my portfolio. would love to, like, you know the opportunity to shoot this band. Like, I mm-hmm. love them, you know, let me know. And, um yeah, so that 1975 one came on, a like, three days. I got a press pass. <laughs>
0: oh, my <laughs> God. <program>. <SANTA Maria> three and, days.
1: Yeah, because I found out, t- tip, don't put a link in your email signature because your email will be sent to spam.
0: Oh, no way. So,
1: mm-hmm, so I had, like, my email, I had, like, Elise Bird, like, line, my email address, slash my website Mm. and he wasn't responding like i emailed him like a week before and then he didn't respond and i was like why and i was like should i follow up again i'm like googling like how what do i do and then someone was like you know make sure your email didn't get sent to spam if you have a link in your bot in your email signature it will get sent to spam oh and i i I took it out and like that next day he replied it was like yeah get her press pass i was like what it worked it worked um so yeah that was that was absolutely amazing. Yo. I was the only female in the pit, and I was like, heck yes, I'm the only female photographer here, and I'm the shortest one. So, <laughs> everyone move. I can't see the stage.
0: <laughs> Yo, but these photos are, they're, 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 they make me feel alive looking at these. These, these oh, are they, so well done. Thank and so, you. Is this the only show?
1: Yeah, so I only shot that 1975 show, and then the other show I saw, um, I shot was. Um, my other favorite band, Laney. Okay, um, they yes. Clemson. That one also, I say this so many times, but like so many things, my parents make fun of me. They're like, you're such a lucky person. You get so many random, lucky things happening to you. I'm like, I know, and I'm blessed for it because I don't know how this happens to me, but it does. So Lanny is one of my favorite bands. I'm a fangirl. I follow them on tour. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to a couple of shows. Mm-hmm. And um, they were going to do a show close by here like in a different state. And I was like, I oh, don't wanna to drive to a different state. I can't take off another day of work for this. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do? And they are like, just kidding. We're doing a show in Clemson. And I was like, Clemson's closer than like Tennessee. Um, and I was like, hey, my only friend from high school that listens to this band, you wanna to drive to Clemson with me? I'm gonna to try to get a photo pass. <laughs> and so how it happened was that university, Clemson University, had like a student group that they set up the concert, I guess. So I literally just emailed the student group and was like, Hey, I'm a really big fan, you wanna give me a photo pass? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, sure, we'll get you in a photo pass. You can come in early, scout it out and Oh South my Florida. God. Okay. And so i got in like before everyone else so i was like right at barricade and their only stipulation was like you can't have dslrs in the pit and i was like that's fine i got a point and shoot camera let not even see me so yeah that was like so much fun i just love concerts and so being able to photograph a concert that i'm having fun at at the same time is just like so amazing i would love to shoot more like live
0: shows yes it's 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 so much fun and i and i love the freedom because i don't like being constricted when i shoot so obviously shooting a live show has no rules so it's my favorite place to be so when i saw that i was like yo she has to feel the same the free pizza podcast is proudly sponsored by lucky house mfg lucky house is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry they offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more.
1: Yes, yes, I feel that. That's why the only thing. That's why the Clemson show is like, and the 1975 show. When you shoot bigger bands, they have more rules. So mm. in the 1975, you can only shoot the first three, the first three songs, unless yeah. you have a full cool play. And then the, of course, like the DSLR. Issue, whatever. I am not gonna lie. I snuck my DSLR in the pit anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I would love to shoot more of my favorite bands. Like it's, it makes you feel so alive. Just like uh, you get the energy of the crowd, you get the energy of the band. You're taking photos. It's like oh, it's amazing.
0: Absolutely. I'm I'm curious. This is for me mostly, but what point and shoot did you use?
1: Um, Canon G7x.
0: Yo, I've heard about that camera.
1: Yeah. So I got it because I thought I was. I thought I was going to be a vlogger at some point. Um, no, I bought it and like, this is a great g- vlog cl- camera. And I was like, OK. And I was thinking, because I knew a lot of bands, if I don't get a photo pass, how am I going to take photos of them if I don't have a photo pass? I'm mm-hmm. in the pit anyway. And I was like, I mean, venues have such strict rules. And I was like, just get a point and shoot, because they're not going to know. Exactly. And so, yeah. And so I tested it out at one show. Um, it was the band Camino. And I was like, all the way in the back of the pit. And the photos were still really good. So yes. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, bet. This is this is the new move. This is what we're doing from now on. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> if you don't give me a new photo pass, I'll make my own photo pass and I'll get my photos either way. Either way,
0: homie is making it work. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I would definitely
1: recommend that camera. It has like a flip out screen, good touch screen, autofocus. It's cool. Wow. Okay. To
0: be like this big, it's
1: awesome.
0: Yo, see, I like I'm trying to go more portable and I shoot Fujifilm as well. And um, their mirrorless systems are pretty small and portable because I mostly just on a go. And if I have a, a uh, a, a big shoot, quote unquote, I would take my DSLR, but I love having something portable and on the go. So yeah, that's dope. That's dope.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned vlogging, which you, <laughs> I guess you don't do a lot of, but you do have a YouTube channel.
1: Yes, I do have a YouTube channel. So let's
0: talk about why you made one and kind of what videos you do post on there.
1: Yeah. So I made a YouTube channel mainly because um, I learned a lot from YouTube. You know, was like if I can share my knowledge with people on YouTube, why not? Yeah. Because what i do learn is the the upsetting thing sometimes with this industry a lot of people are so secretive they don't want to tell you Mm -hmm. how they got where they were they don't want to tell you how they got these gigs or how they do anything because i don't know why Mm -hmm. but i was like i was like i remember how hard it was finding finding information that i needed and i couldn't find it because no one wanted to say it and i was just like all right i'm just gonna make videos so people can figure it out and see how it works and so um i do like i did a couple of like sit down like photography tips here's what i use and stuff like that but i think for me being a visual person behind the scenes videos are so much more moving because you're like oh this is how you set up this is how you talk to a model this is how the lighting is this is how you like this is how everything comes together and so a lot of my youtube is just behind the scenes of my shoots so Mm. most of my shoots on my instagram have a behind the scenes video most of the time so um and it's really fun for me because um, it's like another angle I get to see of all my photos. And I'm like, Oh, that looked really cool. That's awesome. Like everything just looks fun. And I'm going to get my sister to record. Yes. Um, she, she Shout out like to your a sister like an intern at this point, um, so she's recording. And that's also why I got that small point shoot. Cause she doesn't really understand DSLRs as much. I just forced her to, I'm like, press this button, press this button, stand there. But now she has a small one that she can like understand more, but yeah, I just did it. Cause I want to help educate people on you know photography as much as i can and just mm-hmm. show people the process because i think a lot of people don't know the process of setting up a whole entire photo shoot it's a lot of work it's not just like picking a pretty person and going outside um it, you have to put some work in between it mm-hmm. so yeah i just wanted to do it to help people out and just have a little extra fun it was my college escape i would just do it when i had a downtime on the weekend i would do a shoot and then record a video and then post it and go back to class like so yeah
0: yes well that's amazing you know it's good to hear that because me coming up in the game it was hard to kind of find good help because people were secretive and Mm -hmm. for for no good reason because there's a bajillion photographers in the world it's not like you're the greatest (laughs) one in the world you know what i'm saying Yeah, i
1: think it's so interesting i think it's probably Back to maybe when it was film, so everything was so much more like if you were a good film photographer, you were the film photographer to go to. Like mm-hmm. it was so like much harder, discipline to understand. But now digital, anyone can buy a camera, anyone can take photos. It's so accessible now to people. So I guess people want to make it more exclusive. But I'm like, why? It's for fun. <laughs>
0: Just whatever. Like, yeah, at that point, you're taking it way too seriously, which is you shouldn't be in this game if you're taking it that seriously
1: definitely i agree some people do take this stuff really seriously and it's like yo um if i get paid that's cool but i'm just also having fun yes. and just taking cool photos and making cool connections with people like
0: absolutely so,
1: it's cool with
0: me so you kind of see the influx of photographers coming in the game is kind of a cool and positive thing
1: yeah it is i do um i do see it as a cool and positive thing um i feel like Some of it is obviously just people wanting to make money, Mm -hmm. or just wanting like the clout. I guess is that what the kids say, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, (laughs) type thing. And that's why that's why I do like my YouTube videos because I'm like, if you want to get in photography, you gotta know it's it's hard work.
0: Yes, it is.
1: This is how this is all the effort I have to go through to make one pretty photo happen. Mm -hmm. So you have to put that effort in. If you're willing to put the effort in and you're willing to take the time to take and learn good photos then yeah go ahead be a photographer it doesn't bother me
0: absolutely not <laughs> as at long all. as
1: you're not being like a creep and a rude person then you're, Absol- you're
0: good. <laughs> yes absolutely it's funny you say that because obviously going through photo magazines and stuff like that you see images posted as you know obviously they made the final cut but it's the work that goes behind getting those images it's just like people just overlook that so much when trying to get into this this industry yeah
1: so it, much it, work I mean, yeah, I mean, like editing in itself is a day job. Like, lo- so many, what I learned recently, a lot of driving photographers do not edit their own work. Yeah. They send it off and get other people edited. Mm-hmm. And here I am, like editing and shooting and setting everything up. It's a lot of work. And yeah. You have to have dedication and like a passion for it if you really want to do it.
0: Absolutely. So, do you yeah. see yourself outsourcing your edits? Ever?
1: Um, I have actually, so I, I don't know. I outsourced it for the first time just recently. I did my very first shoot over a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we outsourced the editing for the first time. I'll um, be interested to see how it, it turns out, but I've never considered it because I honestly didn't know it was really a thing. Yes. So I just people did it for retouching, but not like full on editing the photo.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't know if I would do it just because, I don't know for me, unless it's like a big, you know, elaborate big shoot that I'm like, there's no way I can edit all these photos in like a timely manner and give the client what they want. Like if for some reason I got hired for Vogue, like, yeah, you can edit that, I was just taking <laughs> photos. But um, like for my passion projects and my work, I feel like um, when I have an image in mind that I want to take, I see the finished product of like the edited version in my Yes. Brain. So like I want to make sure that comes to light. That's my only fear when I when I ship things off to people to edit themselves. Like yes, you can give them directions, but they they can never recreate the image you see in your head because you're the only one who knows it exists. So I would definitely I would definitely have to make sure I like trust that person who's editing my photos and like I trust that they can recreate my vision based on my terrible explanations. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I might dabble into it more, but for now I'll stick to. The, the tedious editing
0: because it makes it worth it in the end absolutely absolutely we're almost done here I have a couple more questions and I'll let Brilliant. you go um you also at your day job you work in the industry you're a photo editor mm-hmm. yeah so for for, for agency yes
2: yeah
0: yeah so you don't, you don't necessarily have to tell who that is but mm-hmm. kind of tell us your role at that job how you got into it and how you're able to have a hobby as a photographer but also work your day job as still in that kind of the same realm so yeah, yeah. tell us about that
1: so I so before I got this job, I was doing like just internships like when I was in college at UNCG, I did a photography internship all well, four years in mm-hmm. the communications department. so that kind of helped me get my foot into the professional side of photography mm-hmm. instead of just doing it hobby like I had some experience I'm like, okay, she can work being told what to do basically yes. All the time. Um, but yeah, so I just I just got lucky <laughs> again when I got out of college like this was like one of the I think I only interviewed for like one maybe three jobs when i graduated wow and this was one of them and i i like i was on vacation when they called for like the interview was like yeah i think we want to have you come in and do another in-person interview and i was like okay sure Uh, i'm on vacation but yeah let's do it um (laughs) yeah so it's i'm at a marketing agency so my marketing degree helped me a lot with that getting that in there. Yes. and I'm a photo editor on like a very big account and I just oversee the art and like photos on their website. Wow. Now. Yeah, it's 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 like it's like a very like high level that's
0: insane.
1: And um yeah, it, it's fun. Um because I I think my selling point for it was like I get to look at free photos all day. I love doing that anyway. And I I have a fairly um, you know, good knowledge of photography, so I can kind of help critique and judge photography you know in that way and it's been very fun and i just celebrated um this month i think it's going to be like my one year at this
0: congratulations yes but
1: yeah so the industry the actual this type of industry is so different than what i ever thought i would ever be in like Mm -hmm. i never would have imagined myself working here like i fully thought after college i'm gonna have to just work a marketing job and just do photography on the side so being able to ha- able to see photos and photography and stuff is really cool. Um, and luckily, it's only a nine to five. So I get yes. weekend to do my photography stuff by myself. And luckily, I, ha- I work at an agency that they allow me to actually like, you know, <laughs> do my own stuff on the side. It's, it doesn't conflict with anything. So, yeah, it's really, really fun. And I mean, I'm loving it so far. I'm learning so much that cannot even begin to describe it it's not even stuff photography related it's just like industry and like professional related that I'm like okay good to know I'm gonna keep this into my
0: absolutely
1: (laughs) um so yeah it's I I one day I hope to be completely freelance um photography but for now I am okay with having a day job that pays my bills and doing hobby, hobby photography on the side (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's funny, the next question is, what are your ambitions for the future? So you do one day hope to be freelance.
1: Yeah, I do hope to be freelance one day. Um, I don't, I don't think I've ever decided on what specifically what I would love to do all the time. Like, as you have learned through this you know, conversation, I dabble in so many different genres of photography. So if I could find a job in the end that allows me to do, you know, all the genres that I'm interested in. So that's fashion photography, portrait photography, in live music i'll be happy i'll be a happy camper yes um but yeah and i just want the freedom of being able to just create whenever i whenever i want to and i know freelance work is is is, is just another nine to five but yes
0: yeah <laughs> so. it's yes i I've, I've i've thought about that myself and uh how how i would go about being freelance in uh in this world yeah. and it would be very cool yeah.
1: I think about it too. And sometimes I'm like, do I really want freelance all the way? Do I still want a nine to five with them on the weekends? Like, I don't know. So it's like, I'm so young. um, (laughs) I'm like, I think I have so much. I'm just like, I'm just letting things happen as it happens. And my goal would definitely be to freelance one day and to be able to shoot fashion editorials, for magazines, or like brands. And than like going to a concert at, on the weekend and taking photos of a band, like that would be a dream. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for whatever is coming. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, you're you're definitely putting into work, and I, I see you definitely achieving everything you you're trying to achieve. So, thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Do you think you'll end up being in a big city somewhere?
1: Oh, I don't even know. I was just talking to my family about this because I I just recently moved out of my parents' house this year. Mm-hmm. In the middle- quarantine is so much fun yeah. and um they always are like do you think you're ever gonna be greensboro and my mom was like i imagine you going to new york and shooting fashion and, and all this stuff and i'm like i don't know because i've lived in greensboro my whole life mm-hmm. i'm such as much as i love like modern and big buildings and like fast-paced lifestyle part of me is still like i just want a small house in the field and a little greenhouse and live a quiet little <laughs> life, life. Um, so I don't know if I'm gonna move to a bigger city. Um, and I like the location of Greensboro for now. Cause I mean, you can get to almost anywhere you anywhere. really want to. to. Yes. Um, um, the only place I think I would ever want to
0: move would be Toronto. Oh, yo, you just, yes. Yeah. I say the same thing.
1: Yes. I, so I, when I was in college, I studied abroad in Canada for like a semester. So, and we went to Toronto like on the weekends because it was only two hours from where we were. Mm -hmm. And every time I was in Toronto, I'm like, this is like a better New York. Yes, No one's mean to me. People are not pushing to me. It doesn't smell that bad. I think I can live here. Thank (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) Yes, I literally described Toronto as a cleaner New York. That's That's literally exactly what it is.
1: It's literally at all. I mean, you got the busy people, you got all the cars, you got all the noise, mm-hmm. just, and nobody is going to be rude to you. Nope. Not <laughs> rude at least. Everyone. But yeah, I think that is what I want to do because when I was there, I was like scouting a lot of like studios and the, there's a photography scene there in Toronto. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe one day. My only fear is that it gets cold. So I'm like maybe half the year mm-hmm. in Toronto, half the year in Greensboro.
0: Greensboro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling. I mean, it's cool that you are making this fashion thing work in Greensboro because a lot of people overlook smaller, yeah. smaller cities. You know, if you can't do whatever you say, you can do whatever you want anywhere if you put in the work.
1: Yeah, definitely, so. I think that is one reason why I do like staying here because, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I started, I was like, "There's," I was really discouraged by that. I'm like, there's no fashion anything, and everyone's always like, "You got to go to New York, you got to go to California, mm-hmm. you got to go somewhere to make it happen." And I'm just like, make let's make it happen here because Greensboro has so many creatives and so much potential here that we can just make our own epicenter right here. If we really wanted to they just
0: try. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. I'm so happy you said Toronto. Cause I love Toronto. Yeah. Um, a couple more things and we're out of here. So you are, you're, you're part of a podcast. Yes. So <laughs>
1: yes, the roaring Twenties podcast.
0: Yeah. So go ahead and plug that
1: yeah so me and my friend cassandra who is a fashion blogger um we started on a podcast this year called the roaring 20s podcast mm-hmm. so basically just us 20 somethings living in the 20s mm-hmm. talking about all kinds of whatever we experience you know dating you know uh, moral you know ethical <laughs> shopping ethical buying like mental health like we just talk about everything and um yeah it's really fun we are hopefully going to be having a new podcast up soon too because we did take a break with all the things happening Mm -hmm. so yeah check us out on the roaring 20s and it's two like two zero s something on instagram
0: perfect i will plug that as well and go and plug your social media as well
1: yeah my social media is at elise bird and that is a-l-y-c-e-e-b-y-r-d and my website is the same thing elisebird.com
0: Yes, 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 and last but not least, just drop a few, you dropped some jewels throughout this whole entire interview, some great Mm -hmm. advice, but if you could do a top two, Mm -hmm. um, some advice for for up and coming creatives, what would you tell them?
1: Um, One thing I would say is learn how to take feedback Mm -hmm. and take it. Take what you want from the feedback and then throw the rest away. Some feedback is like, no, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Other things you do need to take into consideration. I wish I had someone to give me feedback when I was growing up. Yes. Because I was just doing things in my own mind. I'm like, this looks great. And the the composition and the lighting is terrible. And I would never know because no one told me. So definitely try to get some feedback on your portfolio. That's really helpful to help you grow. And And then the second thing I would say is just, You know, don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be Mm. afraid to step outside of your element. We can get so comfortable in, you know, our ways that it sometimes hinders your creativity if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, kind of like how we already mentioned. So don't be afraid to try new techniques and just have fun with it. Don't be so, you know, don't be so focused on making money yes focus on, focus on creating something really great that you can be proud of and then the money and everything else will come afterwards
0: it will come to those deserving and putting yes. the hard work you'll get your money i promise exactly. yes it's so awesome it's cool to see the tumblr homie you know grow to I'm, be you know what i'm saying
1: Live on social media basically <laughs> my life is social media
0: <laughs> that's why i love this is hearing where it started seeing yeah. where you are now and just like wow that's some awesome growth. You know what I'm saying? Your publications, yeah. shooting your favorite bands and this all from starting on Tumblr. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So.
1: I'm so thankful for my journey and it's 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 fun to live it because yes. I don't know what's gonna happen next and I'm ready for it though.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm gonna also keep an eye on that too because you know every creative I interview on this podcast i like seeing their updates and what they're doing so yeah. i thank you for your time and being on this podcast it means a lot to me and hopefully the listeners got something from it i got a lot from it and that's you know to me it's my yeah. podcast that's what matters so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you for having me i'm i'm honored to be on it and to share some some nuggets of wisdom anywhere that they came out of my mouth vomit that i was <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, definitely keep staying safe. Um, I hope to run across, uh, across paths one day. I would love to see you out in the wild, you know what I'm saying, shooting photos and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm going to interrupt your outro. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I saw you one time running at the Arboretum, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> was positive it was you you had like it was like beard and hat i'm like oh i think i know that guy but i'm not gonna say hi to
0: no. him that was probably absolutely me honestly <laughs> next
1: time i see you in the wild i'll say hi
0: <laughs> please do it please do it but yeah stay safe and um yeah we'll uh catch up soon okay all right thank you thank you bye Bye.
2: <laughs> the free pizza podcast we are on spotify itunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smokes niggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night